0: This is Solar Spotlight, a special edition of the Contractor's Corner podcast from Solar Power World. Hey everybody, I'm Billy Loot, Senior Editor of Solar Power World. A few years on, there is still uncertainty surrounding the solar supply chain. There are likely still modules tied up at shipping ports, and despite Inflation Reduction Act incentives to develop a larger domestic market for solar panels, it will still be some time before we experience that. That's not necessarily the case for solar racking and mounts. Unirac, a manufacturer with more than 20 years in the solar structure space, is geared and ready to tackle commercial solar projects in 2023. We're joined by Unirac's Commercial Business Development Director, Ted Bleeker, and Director of Customer Solutions, Brandon Carrasco, to discuss what's ahead for the company in the coming year. So Ted, Brandon, thanks for being here. Thanks, Billy. Now with the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act, What changes does Unirac see in the market with materials and how are you supporting the industry?
1: So I think um, as we've seen this IRA legislation, we're excited about it. First of all, there is a lot of tailwinds for the industry. That means nothing but good things for for us across the board, um, as well as our partners, our customers. And what we're doing is we have a diverse supply chain. And so as our customers continue to look for the options, how can they be compliant? Um, the big question for us as a, as a manufacturer is, um, can we meet the uh, U.S. material requirements? And so that doesn't necessarily apply to everybody and every project, however. So with, uh, with our, again, our diverse supply chain, we do have a broad base of U.S. supply and material and, and manufacturing and that allows us to meet in in basically every segment residential flat roof and ground that we work in it allows us to provide materials and to provide projects or products for projects that meet those requirements uh, of being us manufactured you know for the projects that don't require that necessarily we do have a supply chain that is international as well and so that supply sometimes, and in many cases comes with a lower cost and we can supply with that type of, and continue to help opt the project and the outcomes for our customers.
2: Yeah, add in there really that um, we've seen a wide range of response from our customer base in the market. Um, some have jumped right on it. A uh, select few are, are mandating uh, US sourced material in the near term majority are taking a back seat and waiting to see what happens with legislation how ira requirements boil boiled down to uh, you know material requirements so peeing the look to see what the final guidance is out of washington um and a lot of developer are looking to the second half of this year to really focus and dial in on the ira
1: yeah for sure us and and our customers are all looking for more clarification from the IRS. Um, through our ownership shuttle partners and Greenbelt, um, we have some good resources that we're using to, again, continue to monitor and, and interpret and be able to provide support to our customers um, we're watching those, those tax implications and um, just making sure that uh, we are ready as soon as people are ready to move forward on the specific projects.
2: Just, I think it's been really good for our supply team to kind of delve into our supply chain and to vet our suppliers on where the material is coming from, where it's fabricated. Uh, we do a lot of our assembly work in New Mexico. We kind of aggregate material in uh, Albuquerque to, to ship out to points throughout the country. So it's been a very good exercise for us to see our our, our, our value in our s- supply chain uh, partners uh, to validate uh, U.S. source material.
0: What structural changes do you see in the CNI market?
1: I'll say from from my standpoint, um, in, our, in our customer solutions team, which includes what I summarize as our back-end service support and engineering for CNI projects, I think we are seeing a continued evolution of higher standards and that's higher standards in building structural engineering, in testing requirements, um, continued evolution of codes, everything from ASCE to new UL standards um, that we continue to work on and uh, ensure compliance with. That we have a voice in, um, and and we want to participate in that that continued evolution to make solar projects better, to ensure that projects are designed for the lifetime that. Now, hardware and components can handle and, and will survive, and so I think that's one of the, the significant areas where the industry continues to change, and, and structurally, the the bar continues to be raised, which is good for everybody.:
2: Just structural changes on our, our customer mix, um, I think the the developers are more active in the you know the engineering procurement and construction of their portfolios. Uh, so we're seeing a much more active role in the market with development partners. Um, EPCs are getting smarter, much to what Brandon said about engineering standards. That is throughout our, our industry now. I think back 10 years ago, it was a little cowboy how, uh, you know, projects were, were installed on rooftops. Um, today, we're very granular in our approach with point loads with dead loads, with applied loads. Um, there's a whole number of factors that uh, affect the building envelope and particularly the roof structure. Um, so it's exciting to be part of a great company like Unirac that has an engineering team that has a back office in India that supports us. We're 24 seven operation now. And uh, we, we, look, we have a nice saying at Unirac that the sun never sets on Unirac and it, it really doesn't
0: we're constantly
2: working, constantly in motion, and we're all working
1: towards our customers.
0: How have large format modules affected racking, engineering, and designs?
1: I think the first thing is, as modules have continued to increase, it requires racking manufacturers to adapt. We've, you know, and and others in the industry have, have had to make modifications to some of the long goods in, let's say, a ballasted system where Wind deflectors and ballast trays just have to grow to meet the the new size ranges of some of the modules that are out there. It also has um, it has implications on wind tunnel testing, where the the model that may have been tested six, seven, eight years ago is no longer valid for the size of modules. they've just outgrew the the range of that that valid model so um, for Unirac, what that's meant is some new SKUs, some new new components to to ensure that we can handle those larger format modules, additional testing, as well as a refresh of some of the wind tunnel testing that we've done. One of the things that's been really good for UNIRAC in terms of being able to react quickly and being able to provide a high level of confidence to our customers is the fact that in Boulder, Colorado, our office there is a certified satellite test lab for several of the large nationally recognized test labs. And so with that capability, we're able to quickly add new modules to our mechanical load testing. We're able to quickly add new modules as they continue to come in um, for electrical bonding and grounding testing. And those types of changes in the industry they require a lot of resources. They can require a lot of time if you're not able to do that testing quickly and having that uh, certified test or certified satellite test lab certification or classification in our own facility has made that tremendously quick relative to, I think what, um, is typical in the industry.
2: Yeah. I'll, I'll just add that that is a big selling point to our customer base. Um, And we we love to have customers out to Boulder, Colorado to witness um, our mechanical load testing in progress. Um, People love to see things break. And we do that um, so that it doesn't happen on their projects. Uh, We want to test things to exceed a load requirement. And uh, it's super exciting to to witness that. We have a really cool proprietary uh, test bed Uh, in the Boulder lab and um, our folks love to love to show it off. Um, Secondly, on large modules, we have so many uh, racking systems with the multiple modules out in the field. One module might not be the best fit for one system. A lot of our competition has one system. We have about 10 different racking systems that um, we can use and having that flexibility allows customers with portfolios across different states, different regions to um, provide the best solution possible.
0: How does Unirac differentiate itself from other racking companies?
1: So Unirac is differentiated because of a group of, of attributes about our company that we like to call the Unirac commercial advantage. Some of those things are, The breadth of our product line, our field presence, our logistics and stocking position, and our design and engineering services. So, Ted just mentioned the breadth of our product line. We have numerous different flat roof products, we have ground mount options, we have railed products and railless products for pitched comp and metal roofs. All of those different options allow UNIRAC to be this one stop shop to partner with you on a portfolio of projects. One roof or all roofs are not designed the same. There's not a one size fits all. And so there are times where different racking form factors, different racking options, different attachment options, um, right. Just, they make the project work out better. They, they work better for the project, for the the ground or the roof. And so UNIRAC is able to find the best solution as opposed to shoehorning the only solution into your project. Uh, In terms of field presence, uh, we have have field trainers in every region across the country. And so what that means is whether you're installing the project or you are subbing that install out, there's a UNIRAC field trainer that's nearby who can be on your site, who can teach best practices, who can ensure that Everybody on site is aware of the the best ways to put that product together, the things to ensure uh, in your quality checks. And so um, that's a big advantage, being present all across the country, um, you know, to to be there on site and be present. Logistics and stock, that's, that's one of Unirac's biggest strengths and has been for a long time. Unirac holds a stocking position in everything that we sell. Um, you're not placing a purchase order that then starts product rolling off the line, and and you know it's available to you eight to twelve weeks later. Unirac product is in stock. You could you could place an order for a megawatt plus of material and start taking order or start taking delivery within the next two weeks, um, and that's a big advantage in terms of the fluidity that happens in CNI projects. Um, and, and you know the volatility that can happen in modules and in other components that may change, it allows you a lot of flexibility. And then finally, design and engineering services. Uh, Ted alluded to an India-back office. We have a great team here in the U.S. Um, of a, a number of different disciplines in terms of engineering and design and project management. But then we also have an India-back office that allows us to uh, produce very very good engineering results and to do it very quickly. And again, it's it's all about keeping your project moving, uh, not causing a delay in your in your process flow, and really being a good partner throughout all of the stages of a project's life cycle.
2: Yeah, uh, just to add to that, um, Brandon, I think you did an excellent job of of outlining how we're different. Um, Interact's investment in human capital is. You know, unequaled in the industry, uh, we're constantly looking to create the best employee base to provide the best customer experience, that's our goal. Um, so we are not thin on human representation and support for our customer base, um, from engineering to product support to install support, we're there throughout. Um, And then secondly, our product development, Um, I think if you look at all our competitors, nobody is innovating at the pace that Unirac is. And that goes from our residential attachments, like our butyl attachments for uh, shingle roofs to metal roofs, to multiple flat roof solutions. We're looking at bifacial gains currently with our RM10 system and our RM10 Evo, Um, and we're innovating with UL3741 testing across every rack that we have on the market. It's super fast paced, super charged. We are at the forefront of our industry to provide the best solutions.
1: Yeah, I I think it's worth mentioning just in talking about how unIRAC's differentiated with the RM10 product line and RM10 Evo. The backside gains from bifacial modules really works out nicely with those systems. Those systems do not include a wind deflector. Um, they also sit just a little bit higher off the roof. And those systems have been around for, well, the RM10 line has been around for over 10 years now. It's, it's been one of the most popular flat roof racking systems in the industry. And now that bifacial modules have really taken a front row position in the industry and different developers and EPCs are really starting to take a look at the impact of those backside gains, we're starting to uh, work with some different entities on um, some some physical testing and, and measurement as well as uh, PVSys modeling showing significant backside gains with that form factor of racking relative to uh, racking systems that sit a little lower to the roof that have ballast underneath the modules and that have wind deflectors that are, that are pretty tight to the back of that module. Those don't allow as much light to come through. And so when you do a, a side-by-side comparison of those, depending on some, some conditions, you can see gains to your system yield of anywhere from 3% to you know, upwards of eight plus percent. And so that's a big deal that's getting a lot of attention. And, and again, when you pair that up with, with a racking system that's been one of the most popular, easiest to assemble and straightforward racking systems in the industry for 10 plus years, like that's a that's been a real winner.
0: And what piece of advice would you offer to companies looking to break into the CNI, EPC, or developer market? It's easy.
2: Partner with Unirect. We've got the uh, the best team on the market to support you. And I say that um, slightly in jest, but you know, with all seriousness, we have uh, the ability to support you from you know early stage production reports up to very intense you know permit. Design-ready uh, documentation. We have the the full spectrum of product offering to provide support for your installs wherever it is. We've got the on-site support for you to install in any market across the country. You know, from a very simple standpoint, that's what I would say. But I would also say that um, it's it's key to invest in your own human capital and to build a strong team to support your your goals and your efforts
1: yeah i think from my standpoint that that partnership is so important especially if somebody's stepping into the cni space and and you can step in you know if if you're in solar you can step in either from the residential side stepping to commercial to larger projects or or if you're in the you know maybe smaller utility space and you're you're starting to work into the the cni space i think to me the word that comes to mind is complexity and that's why you need a good partnership because there's complexity in CNI projects, but they're not necessarily as big as a utility scale project where that complexity might be there. But it's it's also on a much larger project, um, and so when you're working on on this mid size of project with that same level of complexity, you really have to have a good process, and you need efficiency, and that comes from the lessons learned and the experience of doing it over and over and over again. And Unirax, you know, installed well over 10 gigawatts or or has sold and supported well over 10 gigawatts and well over a million and a half installations. And that has led to efficiency and best practices and best process.
0: Well, thank you both for taking the time to do this.
1: Yeah, thanks, Billy. Appreciate it. I, it was great to talk with you. Thanks.
0: Thank you very much, Billy. It's been a pleasure. I'm Billy Loop with Solar Power World. Thanks for listening.